I can edit this later. It doesn't matter. Um, so the this was this is a reader letter written in by who? Ross. Ross. A guy named Ross. Reader listener Ross asks. <laughs> you know, we could just do this. Could be the cold intro. Just going with this. Well, now you, now it's too meta. It's too meta. Yeah. All right. All right. So all right, we're at the podcast now. It's starting. Uh, so we're. I don't know. The unofficial Shopify podcast is supported by e-commerce bootcamp, a new strategy guide from the hosts of this very show. In it, you'll learn the insider secrets of starting, growing and marketing a successful Shopify business that supports the life you want. For a free sample chapter and a special offer, visit ecommerce-bootcamp.com today. Welcome back to a bonus episode of the unofficial Shopify podcast. Uh, it's me, Kurt, and Paul Rita, co-authors of e-commerce bootcamp. And I regularly solicit people to ask questions. Just send me a thoughtful question. And if anyone's written me a thoughtful email, I will provide a thoughtful response. Ross writes in uh, and wants to know what are the top three services or apps that need to be a part of your online store in order to supercharge how much money you're making. Yeah. Like what's what outside things other than just having a store do you also need to have working for you? This is one of the, the top three common questions we get is what are the must-have apps or services or plugins? People, you know, see these things like, all right, if I just get the right combination portfolio of of apps and plugins, my store will work great. Or or they go, well, all apps sound like a good idea, so I have 50 of them on my store, and now my page load is 10 megs. It didn't help. So you can see, <laughs> I, you kind of see what we think of what, um, you know, of this idea of just throwing apps at a store to yeah, make it great. We don't like that. So there, there are, there are must-have apps and plugins and services. Um, there's three specifically, and we'll get to that. But you know, first of all. The lesson is don't just throw apps and plugins. It's just really easy to get shiny toy syndrome. We, I do it too. We're just like, that looks really cool. I want to try that. And that's fine. But if it doesn't work, get rid of it, throw it out. Because um, the end result is you end up with an extremely expensive Shopify store that takes forever to load because it is super bloated. So look for pains, problems. Look for issues you're having in your store and then look for apps to solve those. Don't just throw, you know, throw good money after bad um, by adding apps and plugins needlessly. Did I get that right? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so what? What's number one? Uh, number one, I'm gonna say is Clavio. Having email marketing. I believe you mean it's Clavio. It's. I asked them. It's Clavio. <laughs> it used to be Clavio until I I talked to the founder, co-founder, and he told me it was Clavio. It'll always be Clavio to me. It's Clavio now. Though I think I really do think most people say Clavio. Well, they're all wrong. <laughs> the co-founders are wrong. I'll let them know. Yeah, it's like the it's like the gift guy. No, so um, email really needs to be a part of your store. Um, you know, we've talked about before. You can't just have one sale and be done. You know, you want to really extend that that lifetime value of a customer. And the easiest way to do it is just stay in touch with them, provide great customer service, provide extra value. 
So you stay top of mind and give them opportunities to buy additional products from you. Um, and Klaviyo is really the best at integrating with Shopify and letting you do email marketing automation. So you can set up purchase flows. Like I buy product X and then I get emails about these complimentary products that make sense. Yeah. Email is the most important marketing tool you have. Um, and there's multiple ways of doing it. It's, you know, you got, you have the flow of people that purchased and you're hitting them up at time intervals after that they've purchased from you concerning their purchase, trying to get them to buy more things. And then you just also have your standard email list that you can run through there as well, where you could just have weekly emails that are going out to everyone or bi-weekly emails, whatever it is. Uh, a good rule of thumb for uh, the frequency of sending out emails is unless you have people complaining to you constantly and dropping off your list all the time, you're not emailing them enough. Yeah, email them enough. As long as you're providing, as long as you're providing value. Yeah, you got to provide value. I mean, it's got to be sales. It's got to be a piece of content. It's got to be just like it, you can't just send an email that's like buy more shit. You got to yeah, give them a reason. Work. You got to give them a reason to buy more shit or a reason for them to like you more. Yeah, and I, you know, a great example. I really love uh, Keysmart. Andy, their marketing Andy Bedell, their marketing manager. Uh, he sends these plain text emails that are really. They're kind of tongue-in-cheek, they're funny, um, they're well-written, and they're, they're literally just plain text with, like, a link and a coupon code, and they do really well. And I love them. Like, I, <laughs> I, every time I get one of those, I'm like, I wish I could buy more key smarts because these emails are so good. Yeah, if you want to see great email lists, uh, uh, comedian Louis C.K., if you know him, he's got a show on FX, he's got shows he sells by himself. Uh, his email, his emails that he sends out to his list are amazing. They're all plain text. They're written in his voice. They're very, um, conversational. Um, so, I mean, he does it perfectly. I mean, you should just ape everything he does. And also strangely, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is also really good at doing emails and they're plain text and conversational, you know, when they work well for obviously the audience he's going for. Yeah. Uh, having a, being a person being in and having a conversation with people is how you really build engagement. So yeah, good example. Um, yeah, Ted Cruz's are good, um, and I have no love for Ted Cruz, but like his yeah, emails are undeniably obviously, great. Yeah. Uh, Nick DeSabato's Draft.nu, his letters, uh, it's just called uh, Draft Letters. They're again plain text, conversational, really good. Uh, Louis C.K.'s are phenomenal, um, and specific, so for in a good e-commerce example, Andy Bedell, Keysmart. I like all of those. Yeah. And they're all plain text. It doesn't have to be hard. Yeah. Sign up for those email lists. It costs you nothing, and they will just give you a crash course education in how to do emails. That's how, yeah. That's really the best way to do it. It's like if the email seems engaging, ask yourself why. And yeah. I bet it's because they're they're kind of engaging you in a conversation. They're talking to you like a person. They're not, it's just not, you're, they're not a used car salesman in your face. So number one must have is email marketing. Uh, a lot of people use MailChimp because it's easy and popular. Use whatever works for you. I personally am a huge fan of Klaviyo. Yeah, we say Klaviyo. Do that. It's great. You won't regret it. It's uh, better than MailChimp. Yeah, it is. All right, number two. Facebook ads as a service. <laughs> is that a new business idea? Facebook ads as a service. Yeah. No, um, remarketing specifically with Facebook ads is phenomenally good for the same reason that um, the email marketing works is you can re-engage visitors to your website. So with email, we got to get their email address either because they purchased, because they started a cart, or because they signed up for a newsletter. For anonymous website traffic to does you no good. It is worthless until you run Facebook remarketing ads. And this is just a great way to remind people 
to go back to your site, um, and you've, you know, depending on how much traffic you have, you could segment it. It is really powerful. So for, for pennies a click, you can drive um, anonymous visitors back to your site and hopefully either get them into your list or ideally get them to purchase. And you could segment it down further. Um, but yeah, I think email marketing and Facebook ads, those go hand in hand. They work really well. All right. So note that we are 0 for 2 in things that are actually Shopify apps. And I don't think that's a bad thing because people ask for apps because apps is like a cool buzzword yeah. that people just throw out there. No Shopify app will give you as much of a return on investment as these two things that we've already talked about. So don't even think about what Shopify apps can I put in until you have email marketing and Facebook ads just on lock and just killing it with those things. Then you could think about more incremental type improvements you can be making with things like Shopify apps. So, so, uh, so what's the third thing? Okay, third thing goes hand in hand with that. It's easy. It's uh, free if you've got the, if you want to just start with the free plan is uh, online forms. So specifically Wufu, W-U-F-O-O.com. Uh, again, just a service, not a Shopify specific thing. Um, but having a, a nicer contact form that will let give people a better customer service experience, collect the information you need up front, and route emails to the right person um, will give a much better experience. And it's just such an easy thing to do, and it looks very professional. Uh, so I'm a big fan of Wufu for contact forms, um, for tackling returns, for all that stuff, and for doing surveys. And that goes, you could drop those surveys the link to that survey right into your, your email marketing. And that way you've got just this constant flow, um, this like pulse of what your, your customer base is up to and what they're thinking. So those are the three three services I'd and go And you're with. sending those surveys out over your Claveo, your Claveo email list, which you are killing it with Yeah, already. Would, <laughs> well, and it's, it's an example of engagement. Like, yeah, you're getting feedback from them, but anyone who go, takes the time to do that is engaging with you. And as a reward, you know, to for their hassle, I would. That's a great opportunity, you know, where your people are raising their hand, identifying themselves as very engaged, providing with valuable information. I say give them value back. That's a great opportunity to give people uh, one-time use coupon codes. Yeah, if you fill out, you know, I got. A, I actually got an email from Starbucks this morning that's like, you know, we'll give you ten stars if you fill out the survey on your experience yesterday. I mean, just do that with them. Fill out the survey about. The product I sold you, tell me why you bought it, tell me how that product makes you feel, and like, then give them a coupon code as a carrot in order for them to do that. Yeah. So you're, again, it, everything comes down to providing value. They're giving you value, you're providing them value. So, and all that stuff, you know, if we look back at it, it's to increase lifetime value of a customer, um, get more revenue for your store, provide better customer service. If you want to, to supercharge, those are the top three, got to have that. Optional stuff, um, I would look at apps. Every store could benefit from increasing their average order value. And there's a couple ways to do that. You can use um, product upsells, Bold Apps product upsell, great, easy to use example of that. Um, Zipify does this too, uh, but I like, you know, like Bold Apps product options really very, not product options, product, product upsell, upsell, really easy to use. That's their first app actually, was yeah. product upsell. And by product upsell, we mean it's an app where it's, uh, you know, you buy a piece of electronics and you have that piece of electronics marked in your store that when people buy that, there'll be a little thing that's like, oh, don't you want to buy the cables? Like, don't you want to buy 
uh, yeah. the charger or something like that, or a case for it, you know, that sort sort of thing. So that it makes uh, further product recommendations based on what the user already has in their cart of things that they would likely want to add. Yeah, and originally you had to do it manually. Um, they're now partnering, I think, with Kit. I don't know if I'm wrong. I'm sorry. They're partnering with someone. I think it's Kit um, to add, so it'll dynamically do those those upsells based on like other purchases. In a similar vein, uh, another great option would be to offer product bundles. And again, there's the aptly named Baldaps product bundles um, that'll do this. Same thing. You see this on Amazon where it's like you scroll down. It's like people who bought this also bought, and then it says add all three to cart. Well, Bold Apps will let you do exactly the same thing with um, product bundles. And essentially, you're, McDonald's does this yeah, all the time. Yeah, you're giving them a value meal. Yeah. What happens when you go to McDonald's? I want a hamburger. What do they say? Would you like fries with that? Yes. Would you like a drink with that? Yes. Would you like uh, a large drink and large fries? Yes. Okay. That was cross, that was a, that was two cross sales and an upsell. Yeah. Like McDonald's invented this. It works great. No one is bothered by it. Who goes to McDonald's and gets anything other than a value meal? Yeah. Nobody. So why aren't you doing that in your store? Well, with you know uh, upsell and product bundles, you could be doing exactly the same thing, and no one's going to be mad about it. I think like lots of people talk themselves out of trying these things because they're scared of offending people. I think they're scared of giving them the hard sell and, you know, making people people feel uncomfortable. But it's like, if I'm buying a camera... But you're already there. They're yeah. buying shit. Like, they're there to buy things. Let's say I'm buying a digital camera and you say, hey, don't you want to get a camera case and a tripod and a memory card? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Give, me, give me the accessories. I mean, we're not saying that every page needs to have a pop-up on it that's just like, hey, how about you buy this? Yeah, you don't like, want to abuse you don't it. Want to, you don't want to interrupt their experience, but integrated within the experience on the page of like, here's here are other things that you can be purchasing right now that will make you even happier. Again, you're uh, adding value. That's great. Yeah, you're adding value. You're telling them about, if you want this, you probably also want this. People yeah. will appreciate that. And you're, yeah, I get, you're demonstrating expertise too. Where you're saying like, well, if you're buying this, you're going to want this too. Yeah. So, um, and probably product reviews. But I think the catch with product reviews is you have to have them. You have to have product reviews. Uh, we use Yachtpo for that. Yachtpo is good. And there's the Shopify free And there's free also one. a Shopify free one. Um, you're probably good just to start with the Shopify free one, which is called, ironically, product reviews. There you go. Uh, and it's you pop it on your store. It's an easy install. It's easy. It's nothing. It's I don't even think. Yeah, you just, it's one line. One line of liquid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean, where you see, it's social proof. Social proof. Of yeah. uh, that uh, people like that product, so you should buy it too. Yeah. It helps them bust objections, and you could take... Um, you know, it's testimonials appearing on your page and Google likes that stuff too. Yep. Cool. All right. Yeah. That's, that's loads of, uh, that's like a whole weekend worth of stuff for you to go try. Yeah. You go do all those things. Email marketing's first. Always, always first is email marketing. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I love email marketing. If um, you say, what can I do to make my store better? Don't do anything unless you're like, my email marketing is the best it can be because that will always be the biggest gainer that you can put together. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's wrap it up there. We'll be back next week. Our program was produced today by Paul Rita. The unofficial Shopify podcast is distributed by EtherCycle LLC. We'll be back next week with more value bombs for Shopify store owners. If you're looking for more high quality and actionable advice on learning the business of e-commerce, join thousands of other Shopify store owners on our totally free newsletter at eCommerce Bootcamp. That's eCommerce-Bootcamp.com.